rickandbubba.com or check them out at rickandbubba.com. got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done because the game is going to go on and there's only one rule you're going to need to know about there are no second chances there's only this moment and the next moment every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time You see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got. The only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on at any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year, statistics, excuses. It's you versus history. Versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. It's eight minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the old Rick and Bubba show. It is the kickoff hour, and we thank you for joining us. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. As always, we thank you for being a part of the show. I know you got a lot of different choices, and we thank you for choosing us. We don't take that lightly. Well, we got a busy show on tap today. Uh, we're going to reconnect with uh, Dr. Jody Dion Odom. She is uh, a part of UAB's infectious diseases uh, department there. She's an assistant professor of medicine there in the division of infectious diseases. We'll catch up on her, get the latest uh, from their perspective on uh, COVID-19 and where we go from here. I know looking at at some of the pressers over this past weekend, they say uh, the administration does that the numbers uh, could be uh, pretty high this week as far as deaths go, but uh, they're seeing just just a glimpse of hope here uh, but the numbers aren't going to reflect that. So they said, just hang on uh, and let's get through the week. So we'll do that together. Uh, we know the Will of Meat will spin this week. Uh, it is a very busy week. Uh, indeed, it is, it is Holy Week. Uh, that is special for us. Uh, we'll have Good Friday and the Easter story uh, this coming Friday. So be standing by for that. Uh, we'll have all the guys zooming in from different areas. Uh, 
uh, myself. Uh, I, I'm in studio right now live, and then Rick will uh, join us for the main show live in studio. And Stretch Armstrong, he's your intern today, and he is uh, taking care of things in the TV room as Adler is uh, working from his house and switching remotely. Uh, but uh, then Stretch is also covering in uh, the blanks and, and uh, the holes here in studio and then also helping screen you up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. So it's a busy show. Uh, as always, thank you so much. I know uh, the roads are pretty empty, as most states have a uh, stay-at-home order, uh, and a lot of you are, are observing that. And uh, so unless you've got to go somewhere uh, that's on the list, uh, then you should be hunkering down and staying home. Uh, our YouTube numbers are up because everybody's hanging out wanting to stream us and, and, and as they are streaming a lot of different things. And so uh, we thank you and, and how you doing live in HD. I know we'll wake up and look better a little bit throughout the morning. Some of the greatest radio stations in the country uh, call us home, and we thank all of them uh, for coming in and making sure that the show runs. I know they have their own issues and staffing concerns and making sure that they are you know uh, exercising the social distancing and all that like we are. Uh, and so we thank all of them for their hard work. The staff kind of uh, last week, really a week ago today, uh, we decided, okay, look, we're going to practice social distancing. Nobody is sick. Uh, we're just going to go into a, a protective kind of mode here where in case somebody does, we've been separated long enough to where the show can continue and the show's just not shut down. So that is why everybody's kind of zooming in from their home studios uh, and then uh, the two of us here live in studio to kind of make sure that we're all, uh, you know, uh, abiding by the rules and, and and making sure that we are as a staff as Rick and Bubba are 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 kind of getting the best plan possible to where uh, we can continue the show in case somebody, uh, as Rick says, gets dirty. Uh, <laughs> but right now everybody is clean. All the families are doing well. Uh, I appreciate all the emails and the tweets and and all this kind of stuff on checking on us. Uh, but we're doing uh, we're doing well, and we thank all of you uh, for that. It was a busy uh, weekend this past weekend. It's crazy to be so busy, but yet be quarantined as well, or just kind of be at home. You know what I'm talking about? It's uh, it was a busy weekend. I don't know how many times I can just cut the yard, uh, or how many times I can trim, or how many times I can, uh, you know, just weed eat. Uh, but I do that. It seems like I just piddle like an old man and walk around a little bit. Uh, I know all of you are, are doing the same thing. We'll go for a walk. We'll come back. We'll walk around the house. We'll do a few things. Uh, we'll we'll get on a project, and then before you know it, we're streaming something again. Uh, I saw a, a couple of different things this past weekend that were pretty interesting. And uh, next segment, Rick uh, or uh, Greg and Helmsy will join us, and we'll talk about what their weekend went uh, was like. Uh, I know a lot of different streaming options. Uh, I'm getting emails from all of you. Hey, y'all were talking about this one show that y'all saw on Netflix. What was that about? Uh, what, what's what's going on there? Did y'all watch that? Uh, what's happening uh, with with this show or whatever? So hopefully we were able to help you a little bit. I know I've tried to respond to as many of those as possible, uh, and uh, and so there's that as well. So we'll update you on on the on the uh, the whole streaming process. Uh, I know Helmsy with the little kids uh, at home. He's got a little bit different perspective of things because Greg and Lisa. They're empty nesters, so they've got the house to themselves. So I'm, I'm sure they went kind of different directions. Me having the teenage sons, that's why I was called patient zero. As I told the boys, I'm only as good as you. Uh, they feel like they're in jail, but they understand. They've been pretty good sports about it. Uh, and, uh, and so we'll update you on that front as well. Um, can't see the, uh, the screens here, guys. I don't know if you are joining me. I'm, su- I'm assuming you are. Hey, hey, who's this? Is this Helmsy or Greg? 
Hello? Yeah, yep. Yep. Oh, this is Adler. This is oh, Adler. Adler. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, big guy. My bad. That's on me. Uh, I thought uh, I thought that you were one of the other guys. Uh, let's see who this is. Hey, big guy. Who is this? Hey. Hey, man. Hey, little guy. Hey, th- hey. What's up? This is Helmsy uh, checking well, in. We're gonna uh, okay. take care of some of these technical issues on the Zoom side of things, and hopefully, you guys can join us next segment, and we can get that uh, get rock and rolling. But. I kind of just set everything up, but uh, this past weekend, I know you were at home with the old kiddos. How did it go? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, it's fine. We we had a. I've worked in the yard for about eight to ten hours per day since Friday, um, so which was good because I got out and listened to some podcasts when I was out in the yard. I mean, I sprayed weeds and pulled weeds, so I, I don't think I got a weed in the yard. Um, of course, we had the side project. We finished up there. It's just been, uh, I got to, you know, it's pressure washer season, so I got the pressure washer out, got it fired up, and going. So I'm just, I'm moving, shaking around the house. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it was, it's, it's kind of weird to be stuck at home, but yet be so busy. Uh, and then you look uh-huh. up, and it's Sunday night, and you're getting ready uh, for work on Monday. Um, and you know, it, it was kind of interesting because the old cove. Um, it's like we just pass other neighbors on the road as they're also going for a walk because they're bored to tears, and you can see the husbands because. I don't know about uh, Amanda, but Terry's an extremely fast walker, uh, and I'm like, where where are we going? Why are we why are we uh, should I be jogging? Because you're like a speed walker, uh, and I saw a lot of the other husbands struggling about two or three feet behind their wives as they were really trying to pull them along there uh, on their little walk. But uh, we'll update that. We'll see how Greg's weekend went, uh, and see uh, if they'll also join us here on Zoom. I know a lot of you are. Uh, hanging in there and uh, probably at your house. So you can always call us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. You help produce this hour. Uh, and then also don't forget that YouTube option. So we'll be right back. Busy show on tap. Again, we'll talk to D- Dr. Jody Dion Odom from the, uh, the the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB a little bit later uh, this morning. So don't go anywhere. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the old Rick and Bubba show. Here we are. We are live, and we thank you for being a part of it. It is the Monday edition. If you are listening live, uh, if not, how are you? Uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We'll take you however we can get you. Uh, let's bring the guys in. They're zooming in from their uh, their home studios. Uh, we have Helmsy and Greg, as well as Adler, who's monitoring the show and switching as well, so he could jump in from time to time. Uh, how was uh, y'all's weekends? Good. Good weather. That's it? There. That's all I get? Greg, is that all you're giving us today is good, good weather? Yeah, good wow. weather. Wow. I don't know. Wow. I'm stuck at the freaking house. It's every day's it's like one long day. I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I, I, do you find yourself just kind of walking around the house a little bit and then walking outside and looking, looking yeah. outside and just kind of walk back inside? And yeah, there's a lot of things I need to be doing, but I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> you know? So I'll get to them. I, figure I got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, you asked the question Friday. I think it was Friday. It may have been Thursday. Like Greg said, it runs together. But you said like your logo. you find yourself just going around and piddling. Yeah. Piddling and piddling and just piddling and piddling. And and that's all I did from Friday when we left until – and I've been doing it this morning. I had like 20 minutes. I was walking around outside and in my garage just piddling. <laughs> just piddling. I know. It's, it's like I can only – and this is what I think. This is why – I'm just going to say it. This is why I like – 
uh, old people's houses and yards are so neat because I think they just yeah. walk around and piddle all the time, and and there's not yeah. a there's not a grass out of line. You know what I'm talking about? And and I yeah. um I mowed I mowed the grass. Uh, what day was it? Maybe Saturday. I guess Saturday morning. I, I can't remember. It's all just jumbled yeah, up. One big day. And um and then I found myself Saturday afternoon like walking back outside and walking around looking at the grass like I just cut it. You know I I don't need to cut it yeah. again. Uh, and then the boys, they are, if I think, and I told them you shouldn't work out four times a day in the garage, you know, I mean, at some point, but they're bored too. I mean, they'll go up and and they'll play some games and then, uh, and then they'll do something and then they'll piddle and they'll come down and eat. Then they'll go to the garage and work out. Then they'll come back in, go back upstairs, then come back down, eat again, and then work out again. It's like, I, I don't know how many times a day you're supposed to work out, but I don't think it's four. Well, it's yeah. ingrained in them because you used to force them to do it all the time, and you pretty much trained them. Like <laughs> well, they're bored to tears, and they think that's enjoyable. They'll they'll get out there, turn the music on, probably to the displeasure of of my neighbors, uh, and um, uh, and then just work out. Uh, I I don't know. Um, I've noticed that we're getting a lot of stares from all the walkers, uh, the couples that are walking. They'll really stare at our house and really look into that garage to make sure, like, hey, what's going on? Because it sounds probably like we're having a garage party. Uh, and and I want to open the garage and go. No, look, see, it's just two of them. They're in here working out. It's uh, like prison. They're like in prison or something. They're just working yeah. out like inmates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, can I say real quick? Can I say real quick? I'm not a fan of the word piddling. I just, I'm just not a fan of the word piddling, guys. Okay. I feel like that. That's something I'd be like, oh man, Kevin just piddled on the carpet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What would you like for us to use? I don't I, like. I, I don't know. I I don't. I don't have a substitute. I'm sorry. All right. So not just piddling, piddling. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see here. I I don't know what else to use. Maybe um, maybe we can come up with something if you don't like piddling. So you think piddling means like using the bathroom? It sounds like it. Okay. I've never heard piddling <laughs> until dealing with you guys. I, hey, in your defense, Adler. In huh. your defense, when you look up the word piddle, the definition is urinate. I did not know this. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm, I'm not making this Are up. Are there more P than what? Listen to this. Listen to this. P-I-D-D-L-E, piddle, is huh. to urinate an act of urinating. Well, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that, that anymore. Applies, that applies for me because a lot so of times. I basically, I basically just told Yeah, I just told everybody that all I've been doing this weekend is peeing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I've been a lot, but you know. Yeah, I really use pedal, man. I'm just pedaling around. I so I, I I, so I'm just peeing around. Is what I'm saying. That's. I think that's what you're saying. Good night. Well, yeah, Adler, we got to find something else in. Good night. I did oh not know goodness. that. Oh my Pity, goodness. Give me, a, give me a time frame on cutting your new yard as opposed to your old yard. What's the uh, oh, Greg. Oh, Greg. Too close, is it? Oh no, it's not. And now you know. Now we're we're pushing it. Uh, and, and I had a riding lawn more, uh, for the last house and, uh, got rid of that when we moved. And so now I'm just, you know, just pushing the yard and I would probably say mowing, uh, uh, trimming, weed eating, and then blowing everything off probably 40 minutes. Wow. That's everything, you, you know, you know, and, and then, then probably just the mowing part is probably maybe 20 minutes or so. You got your good self propelled. No, it's it's just the old. I'm just pushing it. I'll tell you what it is. I had two lawnmowers at the other house. I had the riding lawnmower for the big section, and then I had 
just I just went and got it just a real push lawnmower for for the close up spots like around the perimeter of the house, and that was kind of like always the secondary lawnmower. And then when we moved, I'm like, well, I'll just keep that and and push the yard because I mean it's it's pretty easy, it's pretty flat, so it's not really I don't need any anything self propelled. So, um, well, get you self propelled. I mean, my goodness, is that. I mean, compared to the equipment you had, there's nothing to it. Yeah, and it's I, 2020, Speedy. It's 2020. Get a right. self-propelled. My goodness. Well, I My guess goodness. I guess I can. I mean, it's you know, I mean, I didn't really think about it, and it's like it's pretty easy to mow. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know that I See need that it. robot you had. You remember the robot? No, you now had? the robot would have been worked here at this house because it's yeah. small, smaller. But um, I have, I have realized I have too much equipment. Uh, that it's almost like it's overkill for the little yard. You know, I'm bringing out this this massive blower, this steel blower, and then I got this big weed eater and, and the trimmer, and it's like everybody else has like got little battery powered, you know, equipment, and I'm bringing out these, you know, gas powered, just big old, you know, con- like almost yeah. like construction commercial grade equipment, uh, because I had such a, a big place to cut prior to this, uh, so I, I've noticed that I've ha- I've got like too much equipment. It's overkill. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm getting a, a couple suggestions from YouTube comments. Okay. And some people said either puttering around, hmm. uh, which I like, puttering I, around. Have y'all heard no. that before? No. I don't like it. Mm, I don't either. Dabble. Don't like y'all say dabble. Y'all say dabble. But I do like that's dabble. That's all I got, guys. So I just that, – I, I dabble, dabble doesn't really fit, though. Yeah. When so we I, say okay. piddling, we just mean you're not doing one particular thing. You're just kind of – roaming around oh i may go over here to this bush and do this or i may just take this rock and throw it you know you're not really doing one thing right that'll kill the bush that'll kill the bush if you do that on a bush greg yeah then they they peed on my boxwoods and killed them all mm. yeah really all right so 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 now dabbling is is it so uh, yeah i spent all weekend just dabbling around see i don't that didn't sound right to me no, I don't like that at all. Dadgummit. I'm not using dabbling. Thank you for the suggestions. Y'all keep it up uh, either on the chat room at YouTube or you can call us, 866-WE-BE-BIG. There's always uh, just calling the show eight, uh, or emailing the shoes. I should say, I just said calling the show. Emailing uh, any of us, and you can do that by clicking contact at rickandbubba.com, and all of our email addresses uh, pop up there, so it's easy to find us. I will right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. All of the guys are zooming in from their house. Uh, and uh, look at y'all. You look like a bunch of goodies just sitting there. Uh, we'll be right you know, back, I, but okay. we're going to break, big guy. Yeah, I'm going to pedal. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick Day without him, brother. Alright, we're back. 25 minutes to the top of the hour. It is the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour, and we are live, and we thank you for being a part of it. 866 We Be Big is the number, and a lot of you have called that number. Uh, I guess it was uh, second segment this hour. Um, we talked about how we find ourselves just walking around the house and piddling uh, because of the stay at home order where we live, and so we've really. To our family, and, and I know Rick brought this up, and really I think the whole staff, it's really not much of a difference because we've already kind of really been practicing this. We hadn't just been running around everywhere. Um, but when I said piddle uh, and the others jumped in, Adler said, guys, to me, piddling means like 
hey, oh, look, Kevin just went, look, he just went over there and piddled. Uh, like it's using the bathroom. And then, and then Helmsy did a quick search, and he said, guys, I have to tell you, it actually means that. Uh, so we're trying to figure out what, what else do we say, and all of you are wanting to call and give us suggestions. Uh, let's go to Carl. He's in Dothan, Alabama. Carl, uh, what would be a piddle replacement? Well, what I'm thinking is we've all been taught that whatever you do at work, you leave it at work. You don't bring it home. And I think the problem is you're going with Rick and Bubba attitude at the microphones, and then you go home where things piddle on the carpet. Mm. And if you bring that attitude home, because that's where you're working now, when you walk out into that yard, you are on a reconnaissance mission. Right. You have to recon the area that you're going to. Now, once you get there, look around, you come back and report your significant other or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now you grab the proper tools and you go out there and wreck and order it. Right. You found a wreck and now you're going to put it into order. You got to hit that yard with a Rick and Bubba attitude. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. Uh, I like that. The guys are shaking their I'd head. Pedal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to, um, Speedy, I will just say, Hey, hold it. Speedy. The Webster's dictionary does say that piddle around is to waste time doing something that is not important or useful. Okay. Well, you should stop piddling around and get busy. So we, we don't have to change the term. We just use, we use piddle, well, you but it me. also means urinate. Oh, wow. So, Wow. So I guess, I guess there's that. Uh, so piddling. So I guess you need to say, instead of just say, I went, I was just piddling. That might mean use the bathroom. But if you say piddling around, that means I was just kind of what you were just mentioning. Right. Is that what yeah, you Yeah, I do both in the yard. I piddle in the yard <laughs> and piddle around. So yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah. So really there's no, there's no change. Every line we have is on hold. So let's fly through these. Maryland is in Alabama. What's up? Hello? Hello? All right. Look, we got too many people for that. Uh, Let's go to Linda in Tennessee. What's up, Linda? Hey, good morning. Hey, what's happening? Um, uh, Well, I just wanted to say, I was going to say tinkering around, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like y'all got it solved. Piddling around is is acceptable, sounds like, according to Webster. Right. Tinkering around. Good. Yeah, tinkering. tinkering. Tinkering's not bad. That's not bad. Let's go to Bobby. He's in Florida. Bobby, what's up? Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? Hey, we're great. I was like Adler. I was out in the yard walking around looking at all the projects I had to do this weekend. It just didn't feel like doing them. So I procrastinated to the dismay of my bride by fiddle farting around. Fiddle farting <laughs> around. Fiddle farting around. I like it. We. Uh, my father used that a lot when I was growing up. I bet he did. Let's Boy, go. Uh, let's, I like that fiddle fart. I like that fiddle fart. Let's reach out I to dad made it up. Be honest. Let's reach out to Missouri where Clint is standing by Clint. What's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, hey I'm originally from Texas and we just called it tinkering around. We'd be tinkering around the shop or tinkering around the yard. Okay. All right. If we were voting right now for, uh, like the official, Hey, what do we tinkering is winning right now? Just in case you're, uh, uh, you yeah, know, I've been given a green light on, on, Piddling, so I'm I'm keeping it. Piddling around, tinkering. Uh, let's go to Z Dub uh, in Alabama. What's up? Hey, hey, can you hear me? This is Z Dub, Tuscaloosa. I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? I can't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've always wanted to say that. Uh, Z Dub, we can hear you. Go ahead. <laughs> hey man, Z Dub. Yeah, I'm I'm from T Town, Tuscaloosa. All right, go but, ahead. But uh, fiddling rounds, what we used to use when we were younger. 
fiddling around. Fiddling, not piddling. Fiddling. Yeah, that'll work. Fiddling. Yeah. Okay, fiddling around. Fiddling around. I, I think I would. Play a fiddle. Yeah, and I might mess up and say something else. Uh, let's go to Tyler, who's in Birmingham. Tyler, what's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, hey what's what that? about dilly dally? Dilly dallying around. I've used <laughs> dilly dallying. I don't know what yeah, that I like means. Dilly-dally. I don't know what I've it, heard it. I've never used it. Yeah. Uh, dilly dallying around. Let's go to Marilyn, yeah. who might uh, have it together now. Marilyn, go ahead. Everybody, I think, son got me. I was going to say, I always heard old people say they're out fiddling around with something. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Marilyn. I, I think uh, that's that's kind of where we're going to land. Piddling around is, is kind of what uh, a lot of folks use. Trevor is in Summit. What's up, Trevor? What a subject. Nothing. Hey. Hey. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I've always heard of being called Dolly goes around. Yeah. Are you eating the yeah. phone? What What did he say? Lollygagging. Lollygagging yeah. around. Okay. Oh, well, my dad used that. Yeah. I, yeah. You didn't want to be lollygagging around at my house because then you, you'd have some chores or something because they would think you were bored. I told my boys, if I ever said, and my parents might be listening now, if I ever said I was bored, then I would have oh, so yeah. many chores to do. I, I mean, oh, you're bored? Okay, we can find you something to do. And so I, 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 I told them, I said, don't ever say you're bored in front of me or your mom because they started that. I'm bored. I'm, oh, are you really? Okay. We'll come back down in a second. We'll have uh, about 10 different things for you to do so you're not bored. <laughs> I think- one, of the, one, of, one of my favorite uh, movies, uh, scenes, is and I don't recommend the movie because nobody. Here we go. I don't want that. Oh god! The Bull Durham, the Bull Durham when he gives the lollygagging speech <laughs> is one of the greatest speeches ever. Lollygagging, I've now realized that I, I, my mom had me. I think sweep out the garage every day. And I and I, I've I've now that I'm older I've realized now the garage didn't need swept sweeping out I swept out oh. or whatever he called I I I think she just had me want just doing something you know I guess maybe I was a little little redheaded freckled oh, you were bored yeah bored little kid and she's like okay well then go get the garage again I'm like it well, was I just, something you can't you couldn't mess up either yeah good. you're right uh, chastity is uh, or Cassidy I should say what's up hey. Hey. My granny used to um, get on to my grandfather because she said all he does is jihad in the yard and piss the day away. <laughs> jihad. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, maybe that's the term. Okay, Helmsy, you said that it means using the bathroom, and so yeah. maybe what she just said is, is something to it. You just, yeah. you know, peeing the day away and, and yeah. say it a little bit nicer there. Daniel's in Prattville. Daniel. Feel friend. Pilfering, I've heard a that. Pilfering, okay, pilfering. Uh, That's usually if you're like going through stuff, like there's a big pile. I'm out here pilfering through this. Yeah, these okay, right. I got you. Know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Jeremy. He's standing by eight six six. We be big. Jeremy, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Hey, we're good. Hey, man, I'm gonna settle this debate once and for all. I'm in Coleman. I'm 41 years old, uh-huh. and for all parties involved, it is piddling around. It is. Okay, pilling around. Uh, and that's kind of where we might be uh, settling here, but uh, it's amazing to me. We could bring up the, the most important subject and get one call, 
you bring up piddling around and you can't find an, I mean, every line we got is ringing. Uh, people wanting to weigh in on this. Uh, Kelly is in Dothan, Dothan reaching out this morning. What's up, Kelly? Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, apparently, if there was an a, a, uh, International Olympic Committee on lollygagging, I would have gotten the gold medal for about 10 years running. Yeah. <laughs> like Hey, you are lollygagging around. Uh, Brett in Huntsville, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I just plainly put it like messing around. I mean, you okay. get outside and you're just messing around. I mean, that's creative. That's plainly put, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Definitely know what you mean. Uh, John's in North Carolina. John, what's what up? I didn't think of that. <laughs> My dad always said, boy, quit screwing around. What, do what now? My dad always told me, he said, boy, quit screwing around. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, there's the, there's that. that. Fart. Well, you there. could use that, Greg. Yeah, I just. Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I, hey, look. You were in trouble when that was term was brought up. Yeah, you were, you, yeah. You you done something wrong. And your dad was mad. Yeah, that wasn't piddling around. That was it. Was another level up. Um, yeah, yeah. You, that means trying to get out doing something. Yeah, yeah. A little mischief there. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. I'm sorry. Every line, it, it, people still wanting to weigh in, but we think piddling around is still Wait, okay. Yeah, well, I think we're good. We'll take a break. We'll come yeah, right back. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is... Ooh. Ten minutes until top of the hour. We thank you for being a part of the Rick and Bubba Show's kickoff hour. Uh, and thank you for your help. Now we know what piddling around and, and all that. I think we got to the bottom of that. But that's what a lot of us have been doing. I know across the country, everybody's been doing that. <clears throat> Especially if you try to, uh, uh, you know, participate and do what you're supposed to do in the stay-at-home orders for all the states. Uh, we'll update you on um, the uh, the numbers and where we are. We've got Dr. Uh, Jody Dion uh, Odom with the uh, uh, Division of Infectious Diseases uh, with UAB. Uh, she has been extremely busy, as all the uh, all the doctors have been, and she'll update us on on the latest and uh, and where we go from here. I, I know this week uh, the administration kind of gave us a heads up. Hey, we might see some numbers that are pretty alarming. However. We're seeing a little bit of glimpse of light there at the end of the tunnel, but don't get too excited. But just know the numbers might not look good, but we're actually we're actually doing what we're supposed to be doing, and and hopefully we'll see an improvement after this week. Uh, this portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Gridiron Men's Conference. Uh, that's Gridiron's Men's Conference. You know, we talked to uh, Philip Waldrop uh, not too long ago. He was on our podcast as well, talking about uh, Gridiron Men's Conference coming. Uh, to Huntsville, Alabama. We've got Dr. D- David Jeremiah, Larry the Cable Guy, Steve Farrar. Um, we've got a number of people. Char- Charles Billingsley, which, by the way, I understand, uh, and we'll get an update from Rick, but I believe he's day eight into having COVID-19. So be praying for old Charles. But I think he is, uh, you know, he's just said it's it's pretty rough, but he's doing okay. So uh, know that. But uh, Rick will be there as well for tickets uh, for yourself, your family, your friends, your church group, 
or a group of guys you regularly uh, associate with, go to gridironmen.com. That's gridironmen.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. But be looking out for that. Uh, there'll be more information coming up. Uh, but it's a, it's a busy weekend there at the Gridiron Men's Conference in Huntsville. It's uh, scheduled for Friday and Saturday, June 19th and 20th. And right now it is still on, uh, but they'll update things as it gets closer to that date. Uh, well, let's bring the guys in. They're zooming from their home studios. We've got Greg and Helmsy and Adler, and Greg thinks he's sharp because he is testing out a mic. Does this even make any difference at all? It does, Greg. You sound good, buddy. You do. Yeah. You really so do. That's, be- that's better than what I did have. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's bad, guys. Well, I haven't got it fully figured out yet. Yeah, no, it looks – you don't How about sa- that? Is that any better? You don't sound as, like, echoey like you're across the room. It sounds a little bit – A little bit, uh, little bit better? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think Adler's I saying know. Adler's saying okay. What about you, Helms? How you feel like? I, it? I can't hear you as well. You're not as loud to me. I don't I really. Don't I'm not as loud, so I should now, go back to the other. Now, right there was good. Maybe okay. it was just the way you were. Yeah. Testing. Well, I cranked the volume up a little bit. Oh, look at okay. you. That does sound better. Look at. I don't know. Uh, you look real but professional see, holding that microphone. I can't. Uh, yeah, I need. I really got a mic stand, but. Uh, I can't hear myself in the headphones because I'm not going through the interface, but when I get my adapter, I'll be able to do that. But your headphones, but you have them on because you, you look sharp in them. Is that kind of what you're doing? No, I think that if I don't, if I don't listen to the audio on them, if oh. I let it come out of the speakers, it's going to echo. It's going to have that echoey sound. Yeah, I, I got it. Well, you sound good though, bud. You sound really good. Okay. So that's so. So now you've got a microphone. Helmsy has a microphone. Uh, Bubble have a great setup. Adler switching from the house. Adler, I know it's getting closer and closer to baby time. How's Erin? I get I get emails and and people asking about that all the time. You know she's doing good. She is thirty like eight and a half weeks pregnant. So you know it's hard to be comfortable when you have a person that large inside of you. <laughs> um, but she's doing great. We're going for walks every night, and uh, she's just enjoying this time. And we're we're just trying to be thankful for this time to just spend time together. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but she goes in for her last uh, doctor's appointment today, last one beforehand. Wow, so it's, it's getting real. it's getting real, real time, real town, God, guys. Wait. I live in real town right now. Wow. Real. Um. Well, it, it's it's uh it is so close, and and Adler, I know. I know where you are, and it's an exciting time. It, you, you, there's a lot of anticipation, uh, a lot of questions, uh, but it, it'll go great. We're praying for you guys and know that y'all are so pumped, man. This is going to be a great time, uh, even though it's it's the time of, of, of this COVID-19 thing where there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of nervousness, but yet it's a great time for you and your family, and I know, I know it's going to go well. Yeah, um, I'm really not nervous about being a dad anymore, guys. I'm more so just worried about this uh, worldwide pandemic thing. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of nice. It's taken that worry off my plate and given me a new one. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. It's like the COVID nineteen kind of trumped the the just hey, I'm worried about being a dad in the whole process, uh, and that'll do that. Um, it is uh, quite quite the time here, uh, but hopefully things will get better. And, and excited for you guys. I know the path. You've got it going to the backyard, so you've got that done. Uh, any other work on it this past weekend? Yeah, I put up a fence this weekend, so that was good. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I put up a fence by myself. Do you know how much fun that is? Goodness gracious, it's terrible. It's horrible. So that's the fence that they're going to have to take a dump behind. You said you, you're going to put a gate and they take a dump in a certain area? 
Yeah, so I got my back wall fence, like my main. I put up a privacy privacy fence in our backyard uh, this weekend, so our our yard feels totally different now. Trying to have a space for you know of privacy where if we're going to be home this much, especially and just for a, a new kiddo, you know, you want to have like your own little space. So I put up a privacy fence this past weekend, and, and that was very difficult. Yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say. So you were you you were the hole digger and all that. You dug the holes and and laid the concrete for the post and everything. Got it done, gentlemen. Got it done. Hey, by the way, Greg, you look like a character from a movie. I can't put my finger <laughs> on it, but when you're with, with those headphones, <laughs> I think. Oh, it's the guy from. It's. Uh, there's something about Mary that wears headphones the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't touch my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's so good. That is so good. Speedy's got, got headphones on. You gonna make fun of him too? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's something about that camera angle, Greg. You You're like right. Dude from South don't touch my ears. <laughs> don't touch my ears. That's so good. <laughs> He'd go nuts on people. Yeah. All right. So, uh, um, Helmsy, I noticed for those of you that can't see, you upgraded your backdrop. Uh, you had uh, like a little Braden sign and, and a, a pair of uh, boxing gloves, but now you've got a Rick and Bubba logo. Where did, where did you find that? People are liking it. Well, I just, it was in the storage at the, uh, I had to go up to the studio, I don't know if it was Saturday or Sunday, I guess it was yesterday, and do something on the computers there. Yeah. And it was in the storage closet, and I thought, you know what, that would go, it was back there with all the stuff that we always want to throw away and we never get to. <laughs> and uh, I thought, you know what, this is why we don't throw things away. That'll make a good backdrop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it looks good, man. So we're set. We're, re- we're ready for the main show. The, the boys will join us here uh, momentarily. Uh, We've got uh, just a quick break, and then Bubba will be zooming in from his, uh, his I guess, his house or his lake. I can't remember uh, house, but what one of the two, he'll either be in the closet or back at home. I think he's still in the closet today, but we'll check in with him. Uh, the guys will still be with us, and then Rick's in studio. Stretch Armstrong is switching, but don't forget we got Dr. Jody Dion Odom, She's assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases at UAB. Um, we get a lot of really good positive feedback when she's on, and she'll be with us again today uh, in a little over an hour from now. So a busy show. We thank you for being with us. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Don't forget rickandbubba.com is where you want to go. If um, you want to get that direct YouTube feed, you can always go to rickandbubba.com and click on the YouTube uh, uh, link there in our social media and that'll send you right to where you need to be and then you can watch live uh, but thank you so much for watching and listening to the Rick and Bubba show Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba the sponsors link Rick and Bubba's in Ohio Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba past the gravy six minutes now past the hour the Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport thank you for being with us this hour we'll start with the national anthem as is the norm our national anthem today here's Kelly Clarkson can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched 
were so gallantly streaming and the rockets That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave For the land of the free And the Uh, eight minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us as we start a brand new hour. Much to do. Uh, we have uh, all the guys on location. Speedy is here with me in the studio, and we also have Stretch Armstrong taking your phone calls at eight six six. We be big. Uh, we'll we'll break down everything that we have uh, coming your way today. We'll update you on the latest. Uh, we'll update um, you know the information that is before us. Uh, we can't uh, you know. Talk about things that uh, are unresolved, but we certainly can tell you what we know at this point going forward. Uh, but first of all, we know that uh, we need to bring in the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the kind English. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy. Sorrow and dead in my sin Lost without hope of no place to begin Your love made a way to let mercy come in Come on with it When death was arrested and my life began There it is. Bubba, how are you? Rick, I'm good. How are you, sir? Everybody good this morning? Well, there's a lot uh, to celebrate as we kicked off yesterday, the most important week in the history of the world. It is. It is. And there's a lot of irony tied into this week in our country and our current events. And we'll talk about that today. Uh, Hope everybody's doing good. No fevers in the group yet, huh? No, no. It's, uh, you know, we've had um, so far so good with the staff, um, unless uh, there's something that no one has emailed and text about. It's really bizarre because I was telling you guys and updating you on, on some of the things that, that were just going on with people that we knew, you know, we had Charles Billingsley, uh, somebody let me know that he has COVID-19. I text with him a little bit. Obviously he's not feeling great. So it's not like it was rapid fire back and forth, but his bottom line was he was about, I guess today would be day nine for him because I talked to him on, via text on day seven. And uh, he just said it was very, very difficult. It was a, it was a very harsh uh, flu. And then on the other end of the spectrum, uh, friends of ours and friends of all of you, we had a family where the dad was exposed momentarily at work. They were convinced they all had it. They've been sick. Uh, the, the son hasn't been that sick, but mom and dad uh, have all what you would think would be the symptoms of COVID-19. They get their test back. First of all, the son came back negative. Then mom and dad came back negative, and they say that none of them have COVID-19. 
that all they have is something that is uh, just a normal seasonal thing. So well, it, good news there. Yeah, it is good news, but it makes it. Uh, I mean, it's just bizarre. I mean, you just. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's uh, when you take um, you know just the normal stuff and mix it in with this. It really it plays for a very a bizarre uh, environment right now. Well, and, and the fact that you can be asymptomatic or not showing any symptoms and you're passing it along to everybody, then when you get a test, it may be three days, it may be three weeks when you get it back. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's tough out there. I mean, you just don't know. I, you just, you just, it's just hard to get a handle on what's going on and move forward with it with any logic, you know? Yeah. Well, and we'll talk about some of those decisions today. And then some of the, you know, the, uh, some of the original ideas that percolated about where, where it originated. And then that was kind of put down. That's percolating back to the top again, that, that maybe that is uh, a possibility. It shouldn't have been ruled out so so quickly, uh, you know. And, and that's uh, that goes back to its origination, which you know I know origination probably we certainly need to know that. But right now we're into how can we get it under control? You know, even if we figure out origination, we still got the same problem we got. But maybe it can help us in the future. Uh, so so we'll continue to to work through that and kind of give you the update and you know the very difficult decisions that lie ahead. Uh, for our country, uh, because one thing that has to be stopped in, and I heard, um, was it Limbaugh say this word? And I've heard others say it too. I guess it was last week. We, we got to stop saying that the decisions that lie ahead are lives versus money. No, it's lives versus lives. Yep, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's not lives versus money. It, it is lives versus lives. Uh, and that will become even more evident uh, about what is today, the 6th, about yeah. 20 days from now. Yeah, yeah, we can stay on the plan now if we're all going to April 30th. But I tell you what, come May 1, uh, there, there's, there, there are decisions that will be um, different in nature. And if I'm, not, if I'm, I'm not trying to blow it out of proportion, that may be more difficult than decisions have been made so far. You know, if somebody told you that you had to stay at home and work from home or whatever for a month you would think man this is great it's like a vacation but none of this feels like a vacation does it well yeah you know it, it can in moments like you said i haven't done the deal where I, I went to bed or i took a nap and forgot that you know we were under a pandemic but i yeah. have you know set on the on the bank of a pond uh with beautiful you know wildflowers and green grass and and be laughing and cutting up you know with my wife and, and have that moment hit me where you forget, you know, yeah, but because, yeah, yeah. you know, or, or, or laying out in the sun, I'm sure for you down at the lake, there's those moments that hit where you do forget. Uh, and then, yeah, well, there, there's some normal moments in there, yeah. but you know, then the reality of gosh, we're, we're in a pandemic. This is, uh, you know, it's, it's tough out there. You know, Charles Billingsley having it, uh, Rick was kind of an eye opener too, because he's a young, healthy guy, you know, his lungs are in good shape. Uh, obviously with all the singing he does and, uh, you know, for, for that, uh, for, for him to be dealing with it that way that I think that shows you how tough it is. Yeah. And it varies from person to person. I mean, there's there, it, 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 it no two people are the same, uh, regardless of their health. So you have to just get down to the, the numbers. Like I say, he's, you know, got, let's, let's hope and pray. He, he doesn't seem to be in a, you know, a life or death situation, but he just said it's difficult. And I think the thing that, that may be on, on for him that, um, uh, the ones, the one text I got back that probably, and there, and like I say, you do also get to the point where you go, I can only do what I can do. And, and, yep. you know, when, and you certainly can't live your life in terror every day. And, and certainly I don't, but, but he, when he sent back, he said, I have no idea how I got it. 
Yeah. I, oh yeah. Well, he, it, he said, listen, I, I can't, I can't, so, I can't, I can't point to something that says, Oh, that's when it happened. It, mm-hmm. it is so contagious. Mm-hmm. And apparently it stays on surfaces a lot longer than we originally thought. And, you know, they're batting around some aerosol issues that it may actually have a little more airborne component than they originally thought. I don't see how it couldn't. The fact that it has spread as far and as fast as it has. Yep. Um, and the fact now they're telling everybody to wear a mask if you go out. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, we will be talking today with uh, Dr. Jody uh, Dion Odom. Uh, she'll be uh, visiting with us again. We'll, we'll ask her some questions. Uh, you know, there there are some areas of the country, including where we live, that are warming up substantially. Uh, do they think that's going to help at all? Uh, you know, they keep kind of kicking that uh, can around a little bit too. Uh, and we'll kind of see see where we are and get the latest uh, from her as she uh, continues to work like so many uh, as an assistant professor of medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases there at UAB in Birmingham, Alabama. And she's right on the front lines of this, and we'll chat with her coming up next hour on today's program. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Stay with us right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, they're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. That's true. Uh, 21 minutes past the hour, we're back. I was sleeping with a loaded gun. I was scared of all the 22 minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba show back from the weekend and continuing uh, to, uh, to discuss um, the pandemic to be a voice of steady, calm, truth. Uh, in for hope, uh, all that, uh, and when we can, uh, a little bit uh, of um, of what's going on and some of the stuff that you can't help to laugh at. Life in the pandemic. So all the uh, the other guys, other than Speedy uh, and uh, Stretch Armstrong and me, uh, all the others are on location again. And you know, every time we come back to a, to a different day, you you wonder can everybody get in? I know there's been crazy attempts for everybody to. Uh, upgrade their audio. Uh, I, I know today we had some issues on on joining the meeting and and all this, but I, it appears that everybody is, is up on location. Uh, everybody, uh, see, I see Adler has decided to. Uh, I don't know what that. That's a gigantic computer he has there, and I, I see that he's got that <laughs> ready to go. Bub, it looks like you're still in the closet. Uh, I'm in. I'm in the pro, uh, pandemic broadcasting closet. Yes, Greg. You still, Greg. You still got. Uh, you still represent. I say Greg's not oh, there. Him a lot. Yeah. Looks like, looks like we don't have Greg. Um. So there's no Greg. He must have stepped away. Do what now? He I must have he stepped away. It, he I cut guess. his video. Oh, off did he? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. He thinks he's sharp. He's 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 using a mic today. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So he's all about it. Hamzy, I see you got your Rick and Bubba logo up there, like like we were all requesting. <laughs> Yeah, I think that looks good, don't you? Yeah, it looks fantastic. It, it really does. It does. You got a little shine on it, but it's uh, overall it's really good. I mean, you can't you can't well, beat I, that. I was thinking about who was going to point that out, and I figured. It <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. I thought no one else will say anything. Bubba will be the one to mention. It. Hey, yeah. I don't know how to fix it. The yeah. light, you know, the light situation. I will have to tilt the logo a little bit. Hey, uh, tilt it from the fo- the top uh, out a little bit. Adler, I know that uh, you you talked about this a little bit in the kickoff hour, but uh, how is Erin doing? She's doing fantastic. Um, like I said in the kickoff hour, she's got her last doctor's appointment this week, 
So we are counting down the days. Um, when you can start counting the days on your hands, when it's, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's getting pretty real guys, but now, we're excited yeah. and uh, trying to enjoy this time. Even though it's a really weird time, we're trying to be thankful for this time and enjoy it. Oh, of course. Well, it, it's, it goes back to the things that you're, you're looking at and how in the middle of, of all kinds of, you know, any kind of concern and despair or whatever, there's always these moments of, of joy. It, it's a weird, uh, you know, dichotomy of the of the fallen creation but then those little moments of joy and you guys are about to experience one but and i know you're not alone so tell me what is the game plan for those that are with child uh and need to deliver and uh, you know and not, i know that uh, not not everybody you know delivers at home matter of fact hardly anyone anymore huh. uh so um I, I know that you guys are not going to go the midwife option even though in alabama you can now thanks to jenkins but um, uh, so, Thanks, so, Jinx. yeah, so, so your wife and, and you, you know, will have to go to a hospital, uh, which, uh, you know, that is, that's not preferred these days. So tell me, tell me kind of what is the game plan? Cause I'm sure you represent a lot of folks that have babies that are going to be, uh, you know, being born during the pandemic. Yeah. As of right now at our hospital, our doctor is saying that, um, I will be allowed in, uh, nobody else will, but one person uh, will be allowed in with a, uh, a, a woman that is giving birth. So uh, our families will kind of have to keep their distance. And uh, I'm sure you guys have seen, you know, pictures of people, you know, uh, standing outside hospital windows with holding up signs, you know, welcoming the new baby and stuff like that. But um, as far as um, it, what I'm, what I'm kind of bummed about and sad about is I don't know how long afterwards um, when, you know, hopefully things calm down a little bit is when, when people can actually meet the baby and, and that kind of thing. I don't know how long we're going to have to do socially distance afterwards too. So, you know, it's just a weird time and we're just taking it day by day, looking at the numbers and looking at what medical people recommend and then ignore, completely ignoring what the WHO says. Yeah. WHO, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that probably next segment now, this update, cause it hit me that this is a, we got somebody within our own show that's going through some of this weird pandemic stuff. You know, like you said, the, the natural deal is a baby's here. Everybody comes. Everybody wants to see the baby. Everybody comes over, you know, all of that. And you guys are not even going to get to experience that. Everybody helps you a little bit uh, during the first few days. You know, we've been doing the old joke, wait till you see the the taillight of the last car that drives away and you realize, hey, it, we're, we're the parents now and here's our baby. You guys are going to be put in that situation immediately uh, because of the pandemic. I've seen things. Uh, like you were talking about, I've seen people who, you know, they, they were going to have a wedding and they've been excited about getting married and, and some of them are delaying it. Others are saying we're going to get married, but everybody just has to send us a video or we, we, we show it to them on, on, uh, you know, zoom, uh, I share an hour part of a zoom birthday party yesterday. That was bizarre. I'm sorry, Saturday. Uh, and so, uh, so, you know, where the little girl that we knew turned four and everybody comes in on zoom and says, Hey, to her, you can't sing happy birthday together. We tried it. Everybody's off, you know, and, uh, and she's trying to say, Hey to everybody. But then of course, and every, anytime somebody makes a sound, they come on and take the screen over and nobody knows when they're on and they're not on. Uh, so we do that. And then on the saddest of sad people who have loved ones who have died, uh, whether tied to the, uh, coronavirus or just something else. And people have to drive by their house. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I saw David Nassard's, um, you know, oh, bro- know, brother passed away, and people are having to drive by their house and give their condolences from a distance. Mm. I mean, you know, we saw the one where a choir went and 
Uh, you know, a couple of people from different uh, they they did their distance and sang to a woman whose husband had passed and sang a, a hymn to her. You know, from a distance. I mean, this is all just really, really well. Yeah, and you, we talk about this. I know we've had plagues and we've had um, this kind of stuff before, but you know, we've never, as far as the, with the modern um, uh, in modern time, the way that we live now, it's the first time people who live like we live have gone through things like this and 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 just the things we just described yeah. are little things you don't even think about. You don't right. think about how much of our uh, – we've talked about the economy, uh, which we'll get to today, but just our lives revolve around people gathering. Uh, you know, it's it's really a, a dominant part of our lives. And um, so anyway, so – but but here's the good news. Uh, you have a, a joyful uh, new addition coming to your family, and uh, everybody's praying, and we feel confident – uh, that everything will go smoothly, the baby will be healthy, and and you and Aaron will be fine, and you know this this too will pass. Uh, but don't let it take away you know this moment of joy. Of uh, and I tell you, you can always uh, when you tell your daughter or son later in life, we certainly remember what was going on when you were born. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll come back, Bubba. It, it has resurfaced again. The old leak from a research lab in Wuhan. Uh, that has that has made his way back into the uh, into the headlines again. Is this what really happened? Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. It's bottom of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Earning a living off low expectations. We've done it for 26 years now. We're back. 35 minutes past. Relief Factor teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show. We're so glad to have them. If you're looking for a way to fight the old aches and pains without the side effects of the over-the-counter stuff, or God forbid you get an opioid going, uh, all the addictive properties of that. These are four botanicals, and they work to fight the body's natural response to inflammation. Uh, and it may be exactly what you're looking for. The letters continue to pour in. Uh, I use it every day. ReliefFactor.com. Go there. You can get a three-week trial pack for $19.95. After three weeks, you'll know whether this is working for you or not. And, man, you could become another one that says, man, this was it. This is what I was looking for, and I love getting those letters, and I hope I get one from you. Uh, try it today at relieffactor.com or learn more at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, so, Bubba, I, I know this is one of the things that was brought up. I mean, when this first, when the pandemic first started and everybody said, hey, it's coming out of China, and, and you know, here we go. And, and one of the first things that you threw out and we started to discuss is, is it possible that this is something that got out of a laboratory and that was, uh, you know, that, that the Chinese had set up for uh, weaponizing viruses or maybe just studying viruses or whatever the case may be. Uh, and, and then that was, that was squashed pretty quick. Now it's the wet market, the wet market, the wet market. Uh, of course, we're dealing with a, a communist regime, so, you know, the news is whatever they want it to be. Uh, 
Then we had people screaming at us on videos, oh, my goodness, end of time pandemic. Uh, some of those people have disappeared. Uh, now they're saying even a doctor that was working at this particular laboratory, nobody can find him uh, or, or her. I can't remember if it was male or female. But what we, we now have uh, the U.K. has actually brought it back into um, the forefront again, and uh, their studies are starting to bring back up the possibility. I know Tucker Carlson uh, has jumped all over this as well, uh, that maybe it did come from a research lab in Wuhan. Well, when it first started, Rick, we were, uh, you know, researching this, reaching out, trying to find out all the details we could. And I had a source that uh, is well-connected and well-versed on this. And they told me right out of the gate that it absolutely was a uh, was a laboratory deal that got loose based on the sequence of it and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm not saying it is or it's not, but he did say that. Now, since then, we've talked to, you know, numerous doctors, congressmen, uh, and they said, no, that's not the case. It's just uh, It's just one of those 100-year pandemics that has raised its ugly head. So I don't know. Um, who, who knows? I, I don't. I don't think um, the Chinese. If if it got out, I think it was accidental because it started there. And people say, "Well, they don't care about their people." I I, don't, I think they would have had an antidote ready to go. Um, but I'm not saying someone didn't track it out of a, um, you know, out of a secure laboratory or, or thought it was secure. I mean, you start dealing with these things, you never know. So, but who knows? Who knows it? If we knew where it came from, that might speed the, uh, you know, the process of trying to get a vaccine for it. But uh, apparently we already have the sequencing for it and they know what they're doing and they're already experimenting. I mean, there's seven or eight companies right now working with it. And like we reported the other day that one of the tobacco companies said, we got it. We got Johnson and Johnson. We got uh, several of these. So they're testing them right now, so hopefully we'll we'll know what is really effective and what's not in the, the near future. Well, they're they're saying and they're looking at this that, that we need to be sure we use the, the the terms exactly the way they're using them. And again, this is the UK that has looked into this, uh, and they're said they're trying to they're looking at the balance of scientific advice, and uh, they they say they are not disputing that it it, it rose out of a wet market in Wuhan. However, they're also saying that the laboratory theory has – they basically are saying it's got more legs than, than we were told it had. Uh, and they're saying it would, that it is accidental, even in the lab scenario. They, they're using the term some sort of blood spray uh, that accidentally somebody got cut or I, I don't know what, what they mean by blood spray, uh, no, but, 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 but that's, that's being used. So what they're doing, because now immediately the World Health Organization, you know, better known as the propaganda piece for the Chinese government, immediately, right. re- immediately is screaming, no, 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 it was it, it came out of the wet market, it was accidental. But one of the first things I thought about, and again, I don't know, you never know, when you're dealing with a tyrannical government, you, we don't get the news the way we're supposed to, okay? So they, the news is whatever they want it to be. But it is strange that they open the wet markets back up if that's where it came from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, that would, wouldn't that, wouldn't that raise a concern of yours? Uh, it would. Why, yeah. Why would, why would China let that happen again? Um, and again, remember we've had other pandemics that came out of this part of the world. Um, and I, I don't know, just the logic to me, it seems like, uh, 
Ming or whatever his name is and get down there and shut all that down. But I don't know. It may be such a way of the culture that there's no way to do it. Or uh, it'd be it'd be like uh, if college football was starting a worldwide pandemic, um, and people were going, "Well, we're going to college football no matter what." So uh, I, I don't know, Bob. I, I think I think you're jumping ahead to the actual fall that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, speaking of pandemics, by yeah. the way, Bubba, congratulations uh, on getting out in some sun this weekend. I I, I see your face is a little <laughs> rosy today. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it may be some of the uh, bouncing around the colors here, but I did get out in the sun a little bit. I had to get some vitamin D. I yeah. mean, I was oh, just, yeah. I'd been cooped up inside, yeah. and I looked looked like it was going to rain a few days this week. I said, "Man, I got to get out here and get some sun." It, it was so funny. We did the same thing yesterday. We were we were just laying out, and I was like, "We got to get a little vitamin D on us." Mm-hmm. All right, so all right, so I don't know, but but again, um, this why the, for some reason or or I'm just very embarrassed today. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but for some reason, this has risen back to the top over the weekend. Of course, we're trying to act like that Boris Johnson's not in trouble, but I mean, still, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's not good news. He, he apparently is is getting worse, and uh, that that's not good. Yeah. And now, Greg, where are you on the conspiracy theories uh, that that this did start in some type of uh, blood splatter and some type of research facility? Well, you're hearing that a lot of that talk, and also, and I think some of the celebrities may have been, you know, Woody Harrelson's a bird. A lot of people are blaming it on 5K. I, I, I didn't read the whole article, but they're claiming that's got something to do with it. Do too. you mean 5G? You mean five, yeah? Because yeah, I meant 5G. I'm sorry, 5K is a run I did earlier. Yeah, I yeah. Meant 5G. Look, 5Ks would cause a problem for me. Okay, but, what, yeah. can I that ask does you? cause a problem too. Can you a lot even of people running 5Ks are causing all kinds of Wuhan? But no, yeah. the 5G. Now I don't know the tie, Bubba. You may know more about the story, but they're claiming it's got something to do with what? it. What? Yeah. Think Woody Harrelson's in on it. Y'all, there's been this conspiracy thing on 5G since it first came out. And, uh, I mean, they, they've got, they've got it causing everything under the sun and really, I mean, it's not fully implemented yet. I think they would need a little more coverage, but there's really just no evidence that, uh, radio waves would cause a pandemic. I mean, there's certain things they will do, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and there's certain things they won't do. And this has been going on for a while. So I, I don't know. It's, it's almost flat earthish. Yeah, that's yeah. what that, it's what it feels like to me. Now back to Greg, your five K. Think about this though. If you if you ran five Ks now, you talk about a motivation to keep your pace up so that you can spread out and get away from people. <laughs> I, I, I I I bet in a five K right now they'd have world records say, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing, you slow down getting a pack, you may die. You know, I, <laughs> or you drop way back. You know, yeah. 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 Well you, you do like a NASCAR at Talladega when they're trying to ride back so they don't get in the big one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, you never know when these little these little markers we know for Greg, the marker on COVID was Joe Diffie. Uh yeah. t- today, Bubba, I don't know how this may impact you. I know you've often, you know, been kind of intrigued with Tom Dempsey. Yes. Uh, uh, the the legendary NFL kicker who had half a foot. And at one time, held the record for the longest field goal in NFL history. Uh, coronavirus has taken out NFL legend Tom Dempsey at the age of 73. Well, I, he was intriguing because he held the record for the longest kick for a long time. And, and the half uh, foot. That, yeah, and, and he had he had no toes on his right foot, and he also had no fingers on his right hand. Did y'all know that? Right. Wow. Remember, some people, you know, because you had to be careful, they wondered, though, if him having that big steel front – on the front of that yeah. half foot was an advantage for him. Well, he kicked in the NFL for 11 years, Rick. Kicked for the Eagles, Rams, Oilers, Bills, and, of course, the Saints, where he booted that record field goal in 1970 of 63 yards versus Detroit. 
He broke the old record with that kick, Rick, by seven yards. Yep. So he blew it away. <laughs> right. Now, since since then, we've had five other kickers tie that mark. Yep. And Matt Prater of the Denver Broncos actually broke it with a 64-yard kick. Correct. But still, uh, for him, anything in Denver is always suspect when it mm. comes to balls well, flying anywhere. Are you saying so, the Denver air is that kicker's version of the half-steel foot? <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're a hitter in baseball or uh, you're a kicker, you want to be in Denver because it is, uh, it's definitely an advantage. So Tom Dempsey put him on the list of other American legends that have been taken out. Got a few more Tom Dempsey facts when we come back, Do, do you really? Oh, boy. Yeah, right. Oh, boy. We remember Tom Dempsey. Uh, he is gone at the age of 73 from coronavirus. We'll also take your phone calls. At 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Here we go. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com is our website. If you missed Rick and Bubba University this past weekend, uh, a lot of uh, great response for our interview with Chris Tomlin. Uh, so grab that um, uh, really cool interview with uh, with Tomlin. Uh, it's available wherever you get podcasts. And, and if you haven't caught, caught the latest edition, do that. And for those of you that heard it over the weekend, thanks for the feedback uh, or watched it. All right, so uh, we're back. Uh, Bubba, you said before we go to phones you had some more interesting Tom Dempsey facts. Well, I just want to say something about Chris. I, 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 hang on. I don't have you, buddy. I'm sorry. Hang on. All right, there we go. Hey, Bubba. All right. Yeah. All right. Start over. All right. Go back. All right. Go ahead. You're on now. Um. Let's see. I see somebody's in the waiting room here. Don't know what that's about. No. Just keep on moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh. The uh. Chris Tomlin always have a lot of fun with him. We got to have him back on. He. Yeah. He's just good. fun to talk to. Man. Great guy. Yeah, great good. guy. God's yeah. used in a big way. And yeah. Couldn't happen to a better guy. No doubt. Now, what were the Tom Dempsey facts you said you had before? Okay, we a few things because we, we were wrapping up. Yeah, I, I, I didn't notice the clock like I should have. Yeah, um, he he went on. Now, anytime you play in the NFL for eleven years, that's amazing to start with. But then he went on after football to become an oil field salesman. Mm-hmm. Um, then he he coached. He was a high school football coach, and then he went on to manage a car dealership. So he oh, uh, wow. he had quite a run there even after football. How about that? That's a great shot of him that Adler was just showing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the one Greg and I used to we used to have this book at we were little kids called The History of the NFL and he was prominent in there. Good night. Uh to the phones we go, eight six six we be big. Uh, let's go to Zach out of Gadsden. Let's to us on Z ninety three. Uh Zach, go ahead. Yes, sir. Um with, without adding to the uh complete um conspiracy theory. If uh, you were going to test a weapon, any weapon, you got two parts, a vehicle and a payload, whether it be a bullet with a brass jacket and a lead core or a ballistic missile. Um, so if this is a engineered agent, you wouldn't use anything stronger than a coronavirus you would, to test the vehicle. And, and nationwide, worldwide, we are showing them how to defend against the envelope of this coronavirus, which is like free research. 
Uh, yeah, I can certainly see that theory. The only thing I don't understand, when you look at the point where the, the Chinese had positioned themselves with us economically, th- how does this help them? I mean, really, because all it's done for us is say what? Man, we're too dependent on China. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know that, 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 chi- that, that China, if they did something like this on purpose to the whole wide world, what they're getting from the United States isn't actually positive for China. Uh, because you, China doesn't want our economy to collapse, especially when so much of it, so much of our money we were sending to them. Does that make sense? I mean, I, mean, I don't see their play in that if they were doing it on purpose. Okay. Uh, we'll continue. Hey, and out there, and Rick, yeah, I think you make a good point. Uh, the collapse of the United States would not be in China's best interest. No. But China does want to expand. They do want to be the superpower. They feel like they have earned that throughout history, and they would profit and would do better by a weakened United States, one that cannot uh, uh, you know, show force out uh, across the country and the world uh, where they would be able to do what they wanted to do in the far east and in the mid east, and uh, you know they're they're very slowly working themselves around the globe anyway. When we were in the Bahamas, I noticed that uh, the biggest resort there is being built by China by Chinese workers they have brought in. So, mm. you know, they continue they they run the Panama Canal now. You may remember so. You know they're they're slowly but surely trying to, uh, you know, get full grip on the whole planet. Yeah, it just seems like to me, just to break it down to something we under, understand. Why would you destroy your best client? You want you want them under control, but you don't want to destroy them. Yeah. So uh, we can. They already were were dominating us by by how we had become so dependent on them financially. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big anonymous caller out of Pensacola. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, I was calling. I uh, worked for the Department of Health in Pensacola, and I worked at the uh, checkpoint there at the Alabama-Florida line. And I just kind of wanted to dispel any myths that anybody thinks about what's going on there. Um, we're not checking people's IDs. We're not checking people's plates. We're not running anybody through any kind of systems. We're basically asking them a couple of questions as they come through the state. Um, and the kind of depending on how they answer those questions, they the worst thing they have to do is fill out a form. Um, so there's, there is a, a pretty heavy police presence, but again, they're not, you know, taking anybody out of cars, not running anybody through any kind of system. So I just didn't want anybody to think that it was kind of like a military style checkpoint of where everybody's got to get out, get frisked and get checked, that kind of thing. It's very, very unintrusive. Now, where is this at, sir? What exactly are you talking about? Cause we're out of the loop of it a little bit. Yeah. I know Florida's okay. Flor- you're talking about Florida vetting people coming into the state. We've had a number of truck drivers ask right. us about that and all that. Yeah. Yeah, at the Florida-Alabama line in Pensacola, there's a way station that they're on I-10 that they are making everybody come through. Um, 18-wheelers actually do not get stopped at all. They get um, they kind of get a, a pass. Any, um, a, like, just personal vehicle, passenger van, um, anything anything other than an 18-wheeler basically comes through, uh, and we, uh, we just kind of interview them, ask them a couple of questions, and then, like I said, depending on how they answer it, um, they may have to fill out a form, and that's really the, the most of it. Yeah. Well, it, let me ask you this: How if I'm if I'm trying to prevent you from knowing that information, what prevents me from lying? What good does it really do? And, and that's the thing: is we really we're not you know able to enforce anything. The information that they give us is the best that we can you know accept. Um, unfortunately, you know if, if people do lie on the form, there's not really much that we can do. 
Um, it's, um, you know, and, and luckily the people that are being legit about it, um, I think it's just kind of a way if, you know, worst case scenario, if, you know, Florida, if Pensacola in particular really starts to peak, I guess it's kind of a way if they do give us correct information, um, you know, we can kind of go and see where they're coming from and maybe kind of trace it back to a particular state that it may be coming from as opposed to, you know, just, you know, the conspiracy theories of, well, it's been in Pensacola this whole time kind of thing. Yeah, but, I, yeah we are kind of at the mercy of people giving us correct information. Yeah, but, and but who who are you with, sir? The Department of Health. Yeah. So I, is it state troopers that are running this, local police or what? Uh, yes, sir. The uh, FHP is there, and they're basically they're only there to kind of help direct traffic. And for, for our safety, if somebody was to do something stupid, like just kind of fly through the checkpoint. Uh, but other than that, they are they're just there to make sure we're safe. They're, like I said, they're not pulling anybody out of vehicles. Um, they're not running IDs or license plates. They're just there for our protection. And I, I guess what it is, if, if, if all of a sudden you look down on a car tag and you see New York, you look on a car tag, you see Louisiana, you look on a car tag, you see any hot spot, you probably make a note of that. And, uh, yeah, but I, I mean, but what are they doing about it? I, I don't fully grasp what's sounds like there that's positive. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're just grabbing information, but there's not much they can do about it. Top Rick of the hour. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.